Welcome, everyone, to the How to Get the Most Out of College podcast. There's a lot of talk about where to go to college, but not nearly enough about how to go to college. And it's the everyday decisions that drive your success. I'm your host, Elliot Felix. I've been a consultant to more than 100 colleges and universities, helping them improve their student experience. And I'm the author of How to Get the Most Out of College, where I take what I've learned about how college works and make it work for you. And I'm really excited today to have a senior at Temple University, Andrew Ankama, with us. Andrew is not only a senior at Temple, but he's also a Philadelphia Youth Commissioner. And a couple of years ago, he was in the first cohort of Bright Spots Council of Student Advisors, which was a group we put together to support changemakers on campuses across the country, teaching them design thinking, but also benefiting from an advisory board that could give us advice and hold us accountable. And today we're digging into the topic of finding spaces that build community. And Andrew had so many great things to say about this in our council meetings that I know we're all going to learn a lot today. Andrew, welcome and introduce yourself, please. Thank you, Elliot, for having me. First of all, my name is Andrew Ankama Jr. I am currently a senior at Temple University. As Ellie mentioned, I'm a Philadelphia Youth Commissioner. I'm also the founder and director of my own organization called the Accountability Initiative which is the social justice organization of activists like myself looking to create change in their local community. So yeah, I'm very excited to be on this podcast and ready to get into it. On this topic of students finding spaces that build community and where they can find community, I'd love to hear a story maybe from your experience or a friend about how you found such spaces, digital spaces, physical spaces, or otherwise. So I'm a transfer student. I transferred from TCNJ, the College of New Jersey, my freshman year. So sophomore year, my sophomore year was my first semester here at Temple. And a transfer student, you don't really know that many people and stuff like that. That, and on top of the fact that this was like peak quarantine, COVID time, 2020 was, was the year. So transferring during COVID is, is that's an extra challenge. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. So I would say I struggled a little bit in my first few weeks of my transfer to Temple, but something that was able to to help me out a little bit. One, there's, there's this Instagram page for our class. So like for Temple, each class has their own Instagram page made by students. So like Temple U, class of 2023, and then you could submit a post. You could be like, oh, hi, my name is Andrew. I'm a transfer student. I'm just looking to meet new friends. Feel free to direct message me if you're interested in connecting. So like it was, everyone made, you know, those posts. So I made, I submitted one of those posts and I met a few people from there. And through that, I also was able to get connected with, you know, one of my friends who like put me in a group chat of like other Temple students. And like, it was just like random stuff. Like we talked about, oh, like, oh, did you see what happened here? You know, what are you doing today? And that I would say definitely helped you know, to build community for me, because even after, you know, when things with COVID started dying down, we were able to start meeting in person and stuff like that, which was um, definitely plus for me. When the folks from the group chat met up, where did you first meet in person? So there's this structure at Temple called the Bell Tower. It's like the, you know, where everyone hangs out. So we were like, oh, let's hang by the Bell Tower, you know, see each other in person for the first time. So it was, it was pretty cool. It was a little awkward at first because like no one knew what to say and stuff. But, you know, it took some people to break the ice a little bit and then the conversation flowed naturally from there. How did you break the ice? A bunch of people have never met in person. You gathered around the campus icon, the bell tower. How did you get over that awkwardness? 
Yeah, that's a very good question. For me, I'm I'm a social person. So like when I see like an awkward situation, I would just start start talking, like about asking random questions. And like they would tell me about their day. And then like I would maybe the next person would pick up like, oh, you did this? Oh, I like doing this. You know, to just start, try to fill that conversation. So I mean, I would say for people who encounter situations like that, my advice would be like, don't be afraid to spark conversation because of course, the first time you're meeting someone in person, you might not click automatically, but as you, you know, bring up topics of conversation, you might find that, oh, I have this in common with this person or, oh, you did this. I'm, I'm also interested in this. And so that's, that, that's definitely something that I recommend and it's worked for me very much in the past. And jokingly enough, for someone who started off at Temple like that, right now, my friends call me Mr. Temple because they say, oh, you know, everybody knows. Yeah, it's fun to have your, your go-to icebreaker questions and topics and it's pretty different but this reminds me of uh my daughter is pretty she's seven and she's super outgoing more, more so than i am or i certainly was at that age and her go-to questions on the playground when she's just meeting new people she asks them how old are you and how many teeth have you lost and they they connect over how many teeth they're missing and she's like i've lost six it's it's good to have your icebreaker questions so for you as a you're, you're transferring into Temple. It's during COVID lockdown. The way you find community is through Instagram, which leads to a group chat, which leads ultimately to a, a meetup in person. How about fast forward, you know, a year and a half? What are the spaces on campus that you found are helpful for meeting people that you connect with, you know, maybe meeting people that are different from you? How does that work for you? now that you have more access to the campus? So I would definitely say um, student, student organizations, 100%. 2021 was when stuff started getting back in person. At the beginning of the semester, they had a Temple Fest, which is like a club fest, where all these organizations would have tabling. You can stop by the table and be like, oh, this is what my organization is about. This is what we do. You can sign up to join if interested. I signed up for quite a few odds. I wasn't able to go to all their meetings, but to the meetings that I did attend, everything. There's this organization called Smooth. Strongman Overcoming Obstacles to Hard Work that I joined, that I eventually became the secretary of. The Black Temple Black Law Student Association, the BSU, and there was another one, I think, but I can't remember at the moment. But joining student orgs is definitely another one of my right. things that I or because you meet so many new people who have similar interests as you and people who are different than you as well. Like I, I met this guy who, his name is LJ. He's one of my best friends now, but he's, he was also a transfer and I met him through Smooth. He's very like politically engaged and stuff. And he has his own organization like, like I did at the moment. So we're able to like bounce off ideas and stuff. And I was able to relate to him. Like he was able to relate to me in some, in a way that like, another person won it. So I definitely, student orgs is definitely plus for me. That's great. And it sounds like you, you found these shared, these shared interests, including with people that have also started their own organization. Mm -hmm. I, I'd love to hear a little bit about yours. Yeah, actually, I would say that like my work with Bryce helped to like motivate some of the work I'm, I'm doing now. So I started this organization in 2020. We started off in Jersey where I'm from. And the main premise of it was to fight educational, like racism and stuff like that, because that was going on in my local high school. But when I came to Philly and my, my project with Bright Spot was exploring gentrification in the local neighborhood of North Philly, because that's where Temple was located and trying to bridge the gap between the student body 
and the, the local community. So right now, my organization has two committees, the education committee. Our, one of our goals is to gather college students and send them to high schools to basically provide mentorship. Like, oh, this was what my college experience was like. This is what the application process was like. Do you have any questions about college? Stuff like that. And then I have the gun reform committee, which is focused on, you know, gun violence and stuff because the gun violence situation in Philadelphia, especially North Philadelphia, is very bad. Last December, a Temple student got shot and killed. So I really want to help raise awareness within my student body, as well as help break certain stereotypes that st some students have about the surrounding community, because a lot of people will call it like derogatory names, such as the hood, the ghetto, stuff like that. Those things are some of the things I, you know, found when I was working with Bright Spot through my research project. So I definitely, I'm excited to continue doing that work. That's great. How do you balance those two worlds or how do they intersect your academics and your life as a student versus your activism as the founder of an organization that's promoting awareness on gun reform and mentoring for high school students? That sounds like a lot going on at once. Are they reinforcing? Are they, is it a lot to juggle? How do they tie together? I would say kind of both. Like they tie together because I'm, I'm a political science student. So I can use, you know, some of the skills and stuff I've learned in my, some of my classes to apply to my organization. I'm actually taking a capsule right now called the promise and challenge of philanthropy. The premise of it is like, a you know, building nonprofit organizations and stuff like that, which is, I want my own organization to eventually become a nonprofit. So in some ways, my, my classes complement the work I'm doing with my activism, which is great because I know some people that are taking classes that they really don't enjoy or that they don't see using in their lives. Like for me, math, math, I, I can't do math. Like I don't, mm -mm, me and math are not friends. I'm definitely happy with the, the course load I have. And I feel like they complement each other. That's great. One of the most important parts of the kinds of design thinking skill sets and mindsets we learned as part of the council was the, those making connections. And it sounds like you really put that in practice because you're connecting your, the skills and the projects from your classes to ways to help community and create an organization. I think it's really, it's really awesome to see how, how this is all played out and the impact you're having. And I think as we close out the episode, I would love for you to have the last word uh, of advice for students or families, parents that are trying, you know, maybe they're, I don't know if they're a transfer student, but they're coming to a new city or a new college or both, and they're figuring out ways to find community. What should they do? How should they do it? So my biggest advice is step out of your comfort zone. Someone once told me that in order to grow, you need to step into a place of discomfort. Finding, like, throwing yourself into a whole new world that you've never been, like, been before, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like, I, when I came here, I was like, this is a city. I was born in Philly, but I was raised in the suburbs of New Jersey. So I'm over here in the city. I'm like, like, what do I do? So embrace, definitely embrace new experiences. You learn a lot from putting yourself in a place of discomfort. Definitely stepping out of your comfort zone is something that, I recommend because ultimately, if you find that you're, you stepping out of your comfort zone isn't a good thing for you, that's fine. That's a lesson. But more times than not, in my experience at least, it brings you to a whole new, new world. You meet so many new connections, so many great people. You learn a lot of great lessons. So yeah, definitely step out of your comfort zone. 
try new things. Yeah. There's so much great advice in here about finding community and digitally and physically and connecting the classroom to community projects and organizations and doing it in a way where you're challenging yourself, you're stepping out of your comfort zone. I really appreciate your time and insights, Andrew, and good luck on finishing your senior year. I hear you. You may be finishing early, in fact. Yeah. So good luck with that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ali, for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care, Andrew. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And check out ElliotFelix.com for all the episodes and the articles I've written, talks I've given, and more information about the book. Mm-hmm.